In September 1962, during the global tumult of the space race, the Cuban Missile Crisis and the recently upgraded polio vaccine, there was a less reported, but perhaps equally critical, milestone in human history. It was in the fall of 62 that we predicted the future. Cast on to the newly colorful screens of American televisions was the debut of The Jetsons, a cartoon about a family living 100 years in the future. In the guise of a sitcom, the show was in fact a prediction of how future humans would live and what technologies would fill their pockets and furnish their homes. The Jetsons correctly predicted video calls, flat-screen TVs, cell phones, 3D printing, and smartwatches, all technologies that were unbelievable in 1962 and yet were ubiquitous by 2022. However, there is one technology that we have entirely failed to create, one futurist feat that has not yet come to fruition, the autonomous robot named Rosie. Rosie was a caretaker for the Jetson family, watching after the children and tending to the home. When Elroy, then six years old, was struggling in school, it was Rosie who helped him with his homework. When their 15-year-old daughter Judy needed help learning how to drive, it was Rosie who gave her lessons. Rosie cooked meals, set the table, and did the dishes. Rosie was loyal, sensitive, and quick with a joke. She identified brewing family tiffs and misunderstandings, intervening to help individuals see one another's perspective. At one time, she was moved to tears by a poem Elroy wrote for his mother. Rosie herself, in one episode, even fell in love. In other words, Rosie had the intelligence of a human, not just the reasoning, common sense, and motor skills needed to perform complex tasks in the physical world, but also the empathizing, perspective-taking, and social finesse needed to successfully navigate our social world. In the words of Jane Jetson, Rosie was just like one of the family. Although the Jetsons correctly predicted cell phones and smartwatches, we still don't have anything like Rosie. As of this book going to print, even Rosie's most basic behaviors are still out of reach. It is no secret that the first company to build a robot that can simply load a dishwasher will immediately have a best-selling product. All attempts to do this have failed. It isn't fundamentally a mechanical problem, it's an intellectual one. The ability to identify objects in a sink, pick them up appropriately, and load them without breaking anything has proven far more difficult than previously thought. Of course, even though we do not yet have Rosie, the progress in the field of artificial intelligence, AI, since 1962, has been remarkable. AI can now beat the best humans in the world at numerous games of skill, including chess and Go. AI can recognize tumors and radiology images, as well as human radiologists. AI is on the cusp of autonomously driving cars, and as of the last few years, new advancements in large language models are enabling products like ChatGPT, which launched in fall 2022, to compose poetry, translate between languages at will, and even write code. To the chagrin of every high school teacher on planet Earth, ChatGPT can instantly compose a remarkably well-written and original essay on almost any topic that an intrepid student might ask of it. ChatGPT can even pass the bar exam, scoring better than 90% of lawyers. Across this long era of AI achievements, it has always been hard to tell how close we are to creating human-level intelligence. After the early successes of problem-solving algorithms in the 1960s, the AI pioneer Marvin Minsky famously proclaimed that 
From three to eight years, we will have a machine with the general intelligence of an average human being. It did not happen. After the successes of expert systems in the 1980s, Business Week proclaimed, AI, it's here. Progress stalled shortly thereafter. And now with advancements in large language models, many researchers have again proclaimed that the game is over because we are on the verge of achieving human-level AI. Which is it? Are we finally on the cusp of creating human-like artificial intelligence like Rosie? Or are large language models like ChatGPT just the most recent achievement in a long journey that will stretch on for decades to come? Along this journey, as AI keeps getting smarter, it is becoming harder to measure our progress toward this goal. If an AI system outperforms humans on a task, does it mean that the AI system has captured how humans solve the task? Does a calculator, capable of crunching numbers faster than a human, actually understand math? Does ChatGPT, scoring better on the bar exam than most lawyers, actually understand the law? How can we tell the difference? And in what circumstances, if any, does the difference even matter? In 2021, over a year before the release of ChatGPT, the chatbot that is now rapidly proliferating throughout every nook and cranny of society, I was using its precursor, a large language model called GPT-3. GPT-3 was trained on large quantities of text, large as in the entire internet, and then used this corpus to try to pattern match the most likely response to a prompt. When asked, what are two reasons that a dog might be in a bad mood? It responded, two reasons a dog might be in a bad mood are if it is hungry or if it is hot. Something about the new architecture of these systems enabled them to answer questions with what at least seemed like a remarkable degree of intelligence. These models were able to generalize facts they had read about, like the Wikipedia pages about dogs and other pages about causes of bad moods, to new questions they had never seen. In 2021, I was exploring possible applications of these new language models. Could they be used to provide new support systems for mental health? Or more seamless customer service? Or more democratized access to medical information? The more I interacted with GPT-3, the more mesmerized I became by both its successes and mistakes. In some ways, it was brilliant. In other ways, it was oddly dumb. Ask GPT-3 to write an essay about 18th century potato farming and its relationship to globalization, and you will get a surprisingly coherent essay. Ask it a common-sense question about what someone might see in a basement, and it appears nonsensically. I asked GPT-3 to complete the following sentence. I am in my windowless basement, and I look toward the sky, and I see, GPT-3 said, a light. And I know it is a star, and I am happy. In reality, if you looked upward in a basement, you would not see stars, you would see the ceiling. Newer language models like GPT-4, released in 2023, successfully answer common sense questions like this with greater accuracy. Stay tuned for Chapter 22. Why could GPT-3 correctly answer some questions and not others? What features of human intelligence does it capture? And which is it missing? And why, as AI development continues to accelerate, are some questions that were hard to answer in one year becoming easy in subsequent years? Indeed, as of this book going to print, 
the new and upgraded version of GPT-3 called GPT-4, released in early 2023, can correctly answer many questions that beguiled GPT-3. And yet still, as we will see in this book, GPT-4 fails to capture essential features of human intelligence, about something going on in the human brain. Indeed, the discrepancies between artificial intelligence and human intelligence are nothing short of perplexing. Why is it that AI can crush any human on Earth in a game of chess, but can't load a dishwasher better than a six-year-old? We struggle to answer these questions because we don't yet understand the thing we are trying to recreate. All of these questions are, in essence, not questions about AI, but about the nature of human intelligence itself, how it works, why it works the way it does, and as we will soon see, most importantly, how it came to be. Nature's Hint When humanity wanted to understand flight, we garnered our first inspiration from birds. When George de Mestre invented Velcro, he got the idea from burdock fruits. When Benjamin Franklin sought to explore electricity, his first sparks of understanding came from lightning. Nature has, throughout the history of human innovation, long been a wondrous guide. Nature also offers us clues as to how intelligence works, the clearest locus of which is, of course, the human brain. But in this way, AI is unlike these other technological innovations. The brain has proven to be more unwieldy and harder to decipher than either wings or lightning. Scientists have been investigating how the brain works for millennia. And while we have made progress, we do not yet have satisfying answers. The problem is complexity. The human brain contains 86 billion neurons and over 100 trillion connections. Each of those connections is so minuscule, less than 30 nanometers wide, that they can barely be seen under even the most powerful microscopes. These connections are bunched together in a tangled mess within a single cubic millimeter, the width of a single letter on a penny. There are over one billion connections. But the sheer number of connections is only one aspect of what makes the brain complex. Even if we mapped the wiring of each neuron, we would still be far from understanding how the brain works. Unlike the electrical connections in your computer, where wires all communicate using the same signal, electrons, across each of these neural connections. Hundreds of different chemicals are passed, each with completely different effects. The simple fact that two neurons connect to each other tells us little about what they are communicating. And worst of all, these connections themselves are in a constant state of change, with some neurons branching out and forming new connections, while others are retracting and removing old ones. Altogether, this makes reverse engineering how the brain works an ungodly task. Studying the brain is both tantalizing and infuriating. One inch behind your eyes is the most awe-inspiring marvel of the universe. It houses the secrets to the nature of intelligence, to building human-like artificial intelligence, to why we humans think and behave the way we do. It is right there, reconstructed millions of times per year with every newly born human. We can touch it, hold it, dissect it. We are literally made of it, and yet its secrets remain out of reach, hidden in plain sight. If we want to reverse engineer how the brain works, if we want to build Rosie, if we want to uncover the hidden nature of human intelligence, 
Perhaps the human brain is not nature's best clue. While the most intuitive place to look to understand the human brain is naturally inside the human brain itself, counterintuitively, this may be the last place to look. The best place to start may be in dusty fossils deep in the Earth's crust and microscopic genes tucked away inside cells throughout the animal kingdom and in the brains of many other animals that populate our planet. In other words, the answer might not be in the present, but in the hidden remnants of a long time past. The Missing Museum of Brains I've always been convinced that the only way to get artificial intelligence to work is to do the computation in a way similar to the human brain. Jeffrey Hinton, professor at University of Toronto, considered one of the godfathers of AI. Humans fly spaceships, split atoms, and edit genes. No other animal has even invented the wheel. Because of humanity's larger resume of inventions, you might think that we would have little to learn from the brains of other animals. You might think that the human brain would be entirely unique and nothing like the brains of other animals, that some special brain structure would be the secret to our cleverness, but this is not what we see. What is most striking when we examine the brains of other animals is how remarkably similar their brains are to our own. The difference between our brain and a chimpanzee's brain, besides size, is barely anything. The difference between our brain and a rat's brain is only a handful of brain modifications. The brain of a fish has almost all the same structures as our brain. These similarities in brains across the animal kingdom mean something important. They are clues, clues about the nature of intelligence, clues about ourselves, clues about our past. Although today brains are complex, they were not always so. The brain emerged from the unthinking chaotic process of evolution. Small random variations in traits were selected for or pruned away, depending on whether they supported the further reproduction of the life form. In evolution, systems start simple, and complexity emerges only over time. Although systems don't necessarily get more complex, the possibility of complexity increases over time. The first brain, the first collection of neurons in the head of an animal, appeared 600 million years ago in a worm the size of a grain of rice. 